0: Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tube Show. I'm your host Yvonne McLaren and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks for listening. It's great to have you here. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. And if you like the show, consider supporting it by showing me the love on the show link. Every little bit helps. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Welcome to episode 14 of the No Feeding Tubes Show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren. And in this episode, I want to talk about will your food life ever improve? And I want to talk about this because I think it's something that we all wonder at some point on our head and neck cancer treatment journey. And it's something that in many ways, many of us are too scared to even think about Um, So that's what I want to talk about today. Will your food life ever improve? Uh, You know, that is a hard one to answer. And for many, many, many months, um, I thought for myself, this is never going to get any better. Um, And even now, I'm three years out and I think, "Mm, gee, you know, I think this is as good as it's ever going to get for me. And then little by little, increment by increment, something else happens and it just gets a little bit better. Something else improves. Some tiny little detail just ticks over. I think, oh, I couldn't do that before and now I can. So I guess I'm going to preface this whole episode by saying uh, the reason why i have creating these episodes for you is to give you hope, is to give you motivation, and to give you some level of criteria by which to base your own food journey on. And, uh, you know, look, when I talk about this, there are, there are three areas that I want to talk about as it relates to me too. What do I know? who am I and who am I to sit here and talk to you about food journeys and food lives and, and you know, th- there is that imposter syndrome that comes in occasionally and then I think, well, hang on a minute. I've been in and around food my entire life and wine for that matter and teaching and coaching and presenting information. It's been my whole life really uh started off teaching didn't end up being a teacher but my whole family are teachers and uh my career has been about creating events where core technical information has been presented so i thought all right who better um and i've also had head and neck cancer and i've also had head and neck cancer treatment And I've also had surgery, and I had radiation, and I had chemotherapy, um, and I had lymph nodes removed, and I had bits of my tongue removed, and I had a peg tube feeder in my stomach for 15 months. So I didn't eat orally for 15 months. So I think that puts me in a pretty good place to talk about food and my food journey. I was also asked to participate in MasterChef and I think that is something worldwide that everyone can understand so you know I think that puts me in a pretty good position to talk about how I improved my food life no I'm not a dietitian. no I'm not a speech language pathologist I can't even say the word properly Uh, I still have trouble with L L's L's (laughs) pathologist I bite my tongue every time I say it so, uh, what do I know? I've been there and done that. i am been there and doing it. I'm still doing it. Every single day I live this horrid journey. What I hope is to provide other people with motivation and some structure around your food journey. Using the skills that I have and the knowledge base that I have, I'm trying to give you as generously as I can my intellectual property, my understanding, my skill set, and giving you some framework around using the information that you get from your medical team, no matter where you might be in this beautiful planet of ours, and hanging it off a framework so that it means more to you. Because I I know it differs worldwide about how much support we get, how much information we get, and how those holes are plugged with various people in the medical industry. I'm hoping that I can fill in some of the gaps for you and all I really talk about is food and the things that we put food to, uh, whether that's eating out, eating socially, um, trying to do things with our food life now that we used to take for granted before. I'm sharing knowledge and... Uh, and what I provide you is solution-based. And by that I mean I've done the research, I've, I've tried things out myself and I will openly tell you when something hasn't worked for me or it was totally a failure. Uh, I have bad days, I have good days and I try to, where possible, provide solutions for you around your food journey and your food life Uh, and in that that's where I hope that you will see improvement based on the knowledge and the skills that I have and what I can impart to you on the No Feeding Tube show and what I do here really forms part of the programs that I've written the online courses and programs that I've written where all my knowledge and expertise I've packaged up into step by step processes. So now that we've cleared that up, that's what this episode is all about. Will your food life improve? And I'm thinking that it will improve if not only you make some positive steps towards, you know, ensuring that your exploring different food cuisines and you're trying different things every day and you're always, always pushing that boat out from the shore, the food shore as I call it, to try different things, staying connected to food, ensuring that you do something every single day or every single week or every single month that improves your food life or your food lot as a result of head and neck cancer treatment. This model, this mind-food-body model that I created uh, helped me. It helped me have a vision of the world now and helped me through those really dark times when it just becomes totally overwhelming. Uh, I still get emotional talking about it now because some, some days it's still really emotionally overwhelming. And you have to be super kind to yourself and pull back and go, okay, well, today I'm not doing so well. Tomorrow will be a different day. And how you start to incorporate a new daily life around what's happened and your treatment and uh, the disability and the side effects that have happened to you. How do you incorporate food back into that? What things can you do to ensure that your day-to-day life and, you know, working, Um, running a business, um, going to a job every day. How do you eat in those environments? What do you do? What can you do to ensure that you're living your best food life and not just eating, oh, God, some of the stuff I read, I kid you not, um, you know, don't buy yoghurt with lumps in it. You know, it's like people aren't stupid, (laughs) You know, that's not very helpful. I read something on Instagram the other day and it was a list of um food items that you should incorporate into your life and and it was literally like don't buy lumpy yogurt. Well, no, that would be a given, I would have thought. Um you know, but that's not being very helpful. That means well I just buy smooth yogurt. Um and you know, I mean I guess I could push the boundaries out a bit and say, Well not only should you not be buying, you know, lumpy yogurt, you shouldn't be buying yogurt that's full of gums and sugars and, you know, all the other nasties that you're possibly exposing yourself to as well. But um, I don't think a lot of those food lists are terribly helpful. Uh, you know, use powdered stock. Well, that's not going to add a flavour. Like, you know, most of our problems is around flavour. Texture, Uh, what can I eat that's simple and is going to be stress free and less overwhelmed? That's where the helpfulness comes in. So that's why I say what I created was solution based, based on what I knew uh, and know around food. Um, This is what I do know. Everyone. Every single one of us is different in terms of how we are going to heal from this journey. And um, food knowledge, how you manipulate that food, uh, how you um, apply this new food knowledge to your new eating regime uh, is a big part of the process. And if you don't know how to manipulate food or you don't know how to apply different food techniques to your particular food plan, then life for you is going to be, in my opinion and in my experience, that much more difficult for you. So will your food life improve? I believe it will. I believe it will in some small increment. And if you keep applying the rule over and over and over again and the process that I did then, hopefully like me, your food life will get bigger and better as days go on. So the first thing is to remove the overwhelm and you remove that overwhelm by following a systemized, processed path and, and, and plan, if you like. And that's exactly what I did. I created a plan. Here's where I am. Here's where I want to be. How am I going to get from here to there? What are the steps that I have to take to get from here to there? What does that end result food-wise look for me, look like for me? And for me, it was about business meetings, being able to eat out, have a glass of wine, participate in the conversation whilst I was doing those other things. Now, that's where I am now. And I'm three years out and it's taken me all that time to get to this point now has my food life improved absolutely without a shadow of a doubt and I work on it every single day week in week out I keep looking at where I am on my path on my road on my map on my journey how is that lining up with where I wanted to be. Has it taken longer? Has it taken less? Do I take three steps forward and two steps back? Always. That is a given. (laughs) And I don't know anyone who's different. If anyone's different and they just keep taking steps forward without taking steps back, then let me know. If you're watching this on YouTube, please put a comment (laughs) below because I have not heard anyone who's just taken step forward, step forward, step forward. It's always been a couple back. So removing that overwhelm is the first thing. The second thing is creating a plan. The third thing is creating communication tools to explain to others what's going on. That was the third thing that I found really improved my food life was learning how to communicate what was going on with me. And I don't mean that just in a physical sense, uh, as in, aka speaking and not being able to manage my L's. I always bite my tongue when I say L, L. Um, but cre- creating communication tools, creating little communication cards. I used to do this in an old job, in an old career when I was uh, living in Sydney in Australia and. Um, I developed these things called web driver cards and I used to give them... This is when, (laughs) this will age me, this is when uh, the internet uh, was not very well known and uh, we knew that we wanted people to go to our websites but we didn't quite know how to promote that. So. In those days, um, this is when the Olympics was happening in Sydney, so that will very much date me. Web driver cards, I called them, and I gave them to every one of our members and it enabled them to go to our website. It gave them the me whatever the business was, and people would go to the website, and that's what I called them website, driver cards. I'm going to apply the same thing to this process and call it a communication card. So we create the same little card. It's like a little business card. And on one side it says, I've had head and neck cancer treatment. On the flip side it says, it's got four dot points that say... um, I have difficulty swallowing, I have difficulty speaking and I have difficulty hearing, And you know. And for those reasons, I need um, modified food, a quiet place in the restaurant, the cafe, the hotel and I need some help deciphering the menu or words to that effect. If you're embarrassed and I've just... Um, published the last episode about being embarrassed about your altered eating if you're embarrassed about this process then these little cards can help you communicate what's going on with you with people that are either providing you hospitality service or coffee or beer or whatever it is and wherever you are So will your food life improve? Yes, I think it will. I honestly believe that if you set yourself up for success and work at it based on a process, a pathway, a plan, then you will see definite improvements in your food life. And that can mean one of many things. That can mean trying different food, being able to eat food that you haven't been able to manage before because it's got chilli in it, um, it might mean you have up from a liquid, from a peg of tube, back to pureed eating. It might mean, like me, you're out and about, you're planning, travelling, you're being able to maintain your mouth, teeth cleanliness. Um, it could mean any number of things and it's very bespoke and it's very personalised to you. And really, only you are the one that's going to know whether or not your food life has improved. But you know within yourself that if you have made commitment and determined effort to improve your food life, then it will improve. You know, it's a win win situation. And I think what lacks for us as a group of people and patients who have been through this treatment is that the treatment tends to be very disease-focused and not very patient-focused. So what do I know and who am I? Uh, I'm someone who wants to help other people. It it, it drives me to help people live a better food life. In many ways, this whole... Disease and process for me has culminated in me finding my true life calling. It really has brought all my skills together to help people around the world. Um, And at the moment, I'm trying to learn Spanish. (laughs) Uh, I speak a weeny bit of Japanese. Um, I speak a weeny, weeny bit of Thai. I speak a little bit more German. But I've decided Spanish is probably the most useful i think it's like the second most spoken language in the world um again if you're watching this on youtube let me know um i just think helping people with their food journey after this is um just such a a fascinating and such a worthwhile project and i'm just blessed to have you guys on the on the trip with me on the journey with me and some of you have just reached out and sent me emails and sent me little messages about how nice it is to hear someone talking about this process in a positive manner so that's today's episode will your food life improve um i'm here to hopefully make sure that it does uh and um look as always i i always 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 love having your feedback and um This is a lived experience, and I think this is an experience that should be shared. All right, everybody, I'm going to wrap that up today. Um, Thanks for being here today. Thanks for tuning in, whether you're listening uh, on your walk or lying in bed or wherever you are having a cup of tea or coffee or a cup of soup. Great to have you here. Continue to eat well. And if you haven't uh, subscribed to my email list, please do, because that's where you get the really good juice and the stuff that I don't put out publicly like this. There's a link below if you'd like to uh, download my free resource, which is about progressing your meal planning journey. Until next episode, uh, as I say, eat well, take care, and we'll speak to you very soon. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone.